You're listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Moddy Body podcast, which candidly celebrates the messy and iconic parts of our teenage years and our bodies. From juggling changing friendship groups, dealing with first heartbreaks, and waking up to changing body parts, our teenage years are filled with the most defining and often cringeworthy moments of our lives. Luckily, we're not alone. Red by Moddy Body is sustainable, easy to use, period underwear for tweens and teens. It gives us the best protection against period leaks and stains so we can ditch pads and get on with living our best lives. I'm Sasha Meany, your host, and every fortnight I'll be joined by a young Aussie who isn't afraid to open up about the all-too-relatable moments from their teenage years and how they lived to tell the tale. Apart from causing us to bleed from our vagina, our periods can often trigger other bodily reactions, like breakouts, tender breasts, and the most debilitating of all, period cramps. I was lucky enough not to experience period cramps when I was younger, but as an adult, I've started getting severe cramping in my lower belly during my cycle. Prior to getting my period, I would feel this sharp pain in my stomach that made me not want to eat. The only thing that would help was placing a heat pack on my stomach. Period cramps are much more common than we think, but when we're younger, it can feel scary to open up about it. Taylor Gregson knows just how hard it is to experience debilitating period cramps. Today, she shares her tale of what it's like to get period cramps and the strategies she used to get through the pain. Welcome to the Red by Moddy Body podcast, Taylor. Thank you so much for being here. How are you today? Thank you for having me. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. We're all coping with the technology. Yep, getting by. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And Maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself quickly. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I studied a Bachelor of Music, which I finished about a year ago now. Um, and I'm a singer. Um, so that's my my passion. So I'm hoping to follow that um, career path. And I went traveling for a bit last year, took a year off. And I'm hoping to maybe move overseas eventually. Lovely. Well, maybe let's start at the beginning then. So when did you first get your period? Yeah, so I first got my period when I was 11. Um, So I was just going into year six. And I remember it very clearly because I was meant to be going on holidays. And it was beach holiday. So obviously, there's a whole range of issues that come with getting your period and having to go swimming. Um, And I also remember experiencing cramps pretty early on as well. So pretty immediately um, from when I first got my first period. Did you experience the cramps prior to noticing your bleeding or how, like, what was the order like for you? Yeah, no. So I didn't, it was once I started bleeding that I started experiencing the cramps, but that's changed like over time. So sometimes now I will experience them beforehand and then start bleeding. But yeah, for that very first one, it was definitely after I'd started bleeding. And this might sound unusual, but could you pop yourself back in that 11-year-old's shoes and just describe what the sensation of a cramp was. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I've always sort of described it as like a stabbing feeling. So it feels like you're being stabbed. I mean, I haven't been stabbed, so I can't say what that feels like. But to me, it's what I would imagine being stabbed feels like. But it's from the inside out. And it's just such an intense pain. Like it's very intense. And um, there's always, it comes in waves. 
So there's a moment where you have this like period of relief and it's so great. And then seconds later, it's back and it's just very intense pain again. Is it so when you say stabbing, Mm. do you mean that it's like short and sharp or that it just feels is it more of that like longer? It's like short and sharp, but consistent. And so like it happens and then it yeah, then it's prolonged. Mm, interesting mm. and when you were having it did you associate it with your period like had you had enough conversations to be like this is normal <laughs> well I mean I guess because the period had happened so I knew I was bleeding so I sort of was like well I've not experienced this before so it must have something to do with this um but to be honest no I don't I don't remember because my mom was my like the person I spoke to about all of this sort of stuff um, she was like, yeah, all the knowledge came from her, but, um, I don't remember her ever specifically mentioning cramps prior to me getting my period. So I think I was quite taken off guard by how intense the pain is. Mm. And did she ever, uh, speak about her symptoms? Cause it can vary from person to person. And I'm just wondering if your, uh, most severe symptom was cramps. Mm. Did she, was she able to suggest advice or like, know what that felt like yeah I mean she had experienced cramps as well um which is why I sometimes wonder why she never mentioned that prior to (laughs) me getting my period but um yeah so she she did experience cramps so she did have knowledge on how to sort of cope with them I mean to the best of how she dealt with them so I mean like she suggested taking Panadol she'd suggest exercise like pacing hot water bottles sort of like all those traditional things you can try to sort of alleviate the pain um, but eventually I did discover a drug. So it's um, naprogesic. Um, so it's just like it's a it's sort of a, a tablet that is specifically designed to target period pain. Like that's what it's marketed as. And it, it does work for me. So that's what I sort of and have how did you using. go about how did you go about um, I guess finding that like was there a journey? Did you speak to a doctor? I didn't actually speak to a doctor. In the end, it was a family friend who suggested it. Um, so they'd obviously used that in the past and they just said, maybe you should try this because it, you know, it works for me. Um, so I think it is sort of a journey all the time because everyone's different and everyone's got to figure out how their body works and what works for them. And so for me, once I tried that, I realized that was sort of the solution for me in terms of managing the pain. Like I do still experience some mild cramps, but that's how I manage it is by taking that tablet. And how early on was that in your like journey of figuring things out yeah, that you I, um, found I would, drug. Yeah, I would say it was like a year or two into having my period. So I sort of wish maybe I'd gone to a GP or something like that to sort of try and find a solution sooner. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's always periods are still like somewhat stigmatized. And at that age, I was just, you know, uncomfortable and not really wanting to discuss it. Like I didn't really openly discuss it with my friends at the time because I I felt a bit alienated. I didn't feel like they were maybe going through it because I was quite young. I think the average age is about 12. So I don't know. I still felt like uncomfortable discussing it with anyone else. So that's probably what took me a bit of time to sort of find the solution. Mm. And in those like one, two years where you didn't have a solution, you know, was it getting in the way of life? Was it getting in the way of doing what you would have been usually doing? Yeah, I mean, I definitely had those days where, especially at the beginning of my period, where you just, you don't feel well at all. And especially with cramps, like they're always the most intense at the beginning of the period, at least for me. 
Um, and I would just sort of want to be on the couch or just at home lying down. I just couldn't really cope with, you know, going out. And I would say like, I, I managed them okay, even though I was experiencing pain. So it didn't really stop me specifically from doing anything that I loved, but I would say there was definitely days when I didn't feel amazing and I just wanted to be at home because of it. Yeah, of course. And when you talk about period cramps with people today or back then, Mm -hmm. What were people's reactions? Because sometimes I feel there is some disbelief when it comes to how painful period cramps can be, especially for people who haven't experienced them to that level. Yeah, no, I think it was um, it was lucky that I had my mum who had gone through it. So she definitely believed that I was experiencing this pain. Uh, but my sister, for example, she has never experienced period cramps. So for her, it's just like, it's, she just goes off what I tell her. So she has no physical concept of what it feels like. Um, and she kind of, yeah, she can't believe how much pain I sometimes can be in. Um, but yeah, I've had friends who've experienced bad cramps as well. So we've sort of been on the same, yeah, we've been able to discuss it. And yeah, it's, it's not something that I feel many people have been like, oh, like, what are you talking about? It's not possible that it could be that painful, which is good. It's good yeah, people so- understanding. Yeah, and it makes, means that you're supported and, like, yeah. if you're having one of those days, you can talk about it <laughs> as opposed to feeling like, oh, everyone's going to think I'm just complaining. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, like, me and my friends, whenever – yeah, we talk about it all the time. Like, if we're on our period and we're just like, oh, I feel terrible today. Like, I just don't feel like doing anything. You know, that they're there to be like, yeah, just watch a movie, just chill out at home, eat some chocolate. Yeah, it's good to have that support and system this- around you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And – Besides the drug, are there other, like, what do you start doing when you get a period cramp? Like, say the drug doesn't exist or doesn't work, Mm -hmm. isn't working for you. What, is there any other tactics that you kind of approach it with? Um, Well, I guess a hot water bottle has worked for me in the past as well. Um, Just resting or like trying to distract myself, to be honest. Like if I watch a movie or something else to take my mind off it, because without, I mean, I know the question was to imagine a life without that drug, but to be honest, if I didn't have it, I think it would be harder. I would definitely struggle a lot more. Um, And yeah, I think that's where maybe, you know, going to see a GP, especially if you are experiencing cramps, would be a good idea because they probably have other methods they could suggest that maybe you hadn't thought of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great advice to, yeah, go to it go to a GP because I mean I personally actually haven't experienced period cramps so Mm. I have like slight pain but not that severe sensation that you're talking about so I just can't imagine what it's like yeah no sorry yeah no definitely no period in my head (laughs) because it sounds awful yeah it's hard hard to imagine yeah what advice would you have given to yourself when you were younger like were you confused or I mean, you had your mom. What did your mom say about her experience? Yeah, I mean, my mom had a similar experience. And I guess, you know, she just, she went off what I guess her mom told her. So she would just, you know, do things like try and pace and like, um, yeah, use hot water bottles, sort of like traditional methods for dealing with the cramps. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess it's, it's, it's hard for everyone. You sort of have to figure out your own journey. But I think... Yeah, advice in terms of advice, I would say definitely have someone you can talk to. Like if that's not your mom, then like 
you know, a close family friend or, you know, just some friends that you have who can advise you. Um, but yeah, I think my main advice would be to maybe just go and see a GP and try and find a way to manage it as soon as you can so that it doesn't get in the way of your everyday life. And um, today, uh, are there any days where it is still getting in the way or because you've developed these ways of keeping yourself, um, I guess, of monitoring Mm. the pain and figuring out how to handle it? Are you living a relatively pain-free life during your period? <laughs> um, it's not relative. It's not completely pain-free. I do still get the occasional cramp, but it's definitely right. like it's far more manageable. And I think also as you get older, your body sort of like acclimatizes to having a period, so you sort of develop a stronger sense of being able to cope. Um, but yeah, I've definitely I've gotten much better at managing it. So it hasn't really made a massive made massive difficulties for my life but um I do still feel terrible like the first day or two and sometimes just want to stay home and not go out um but I think that's just generally what it feels like being on your period anyway you just (laughs) you want to be at home not having to deal with the world (laughs) I want to be at home all the time yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then I got my wish yeah and now it's maybe not so great (laughs) maybe now it's not so great yeah but yeah so like with the um with the advice and the growing kind of conversations around periods Mm. you said you were lucky that you had your mum yeah do you think it should be talked about more was it being talked about in your school or was it being talked about in your circles well I would my friends no not at the time probably because they just didn't really either they weren't experiencing yet or um they were embarrassed as well which is probably the case um but I think I remember we had some puberty sessions something like that but I don't remember if I had them prior to my period or after but I was aware of my period but because of my mum um so I think yeah I think they do need to be spoken about more and especially to kids around that age because you know it's it's hard and it's you do feel uncomfortable and embarrassed and there is still so much stigma around discussing like women's reproductive, the, yeah, women's reproductive system and just like all of that sort of stuff that comes with it. So, and that doesn't help the situation because then there's not enough knowledge out there and that, you know, causes people to not understand what's going on and what, what they're going through. Mm. So, yeah, I can imagine there's a lot of gratitude towards those like family figures and stuff like that who have similar experiences. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Because, I mean, I guess that's your first port of call if you don't really have people around you who are able, like other people exterior to your family who are able to help you um, get through it. I mean, I'm sure, like schools do provide some knowledge, but yeah, it's good to be able to have a really in-depth conversation about it. Yeah, and, and talk about an experience and feelings as opposed to like the statistic yeah, or for sure. the data. Yeah, no, definitely. And lastly, do you have any um, do you have any like words for young girls out there with period cramps with going to the GP? Do you have any other further words to say to them? Yeah, no, just like don't yeah, don't be afraid to to find someone to talk to about it. And 
don't try and like don't alienate yourself um definitely yeah definitely find someone to talk to and don't be afraid to ask questions and try different methods and different ways of um of coping with it because you'll find the right one eventually and you'll manage the cramps much better cool well thank you so much for coming on the podcast today no thank you so much for having me let's be real our periods are a beautiful natural thing but the symptoms that come with them can make us feel 100% otherwise. I'm talking, of course, about period cramps. Those painful contractions in your lower belly that make you feel like curling up on the couch and staying there forever. So why the heck do we get period cramps? Well, the official name for period cramps is dysmenorrhea. It occurs because the hormone prostaglandins signals our uterus walls to contract and shed its lining, causing our period. The higher the hormone levels, the more pain you feel. This is why cramps are so intense in the first few days. But thankfully, as your period progresses, the prostaglandins levels will decrease and will cause your cramps to subside. Our bodies are unique, which means that all of us will experience period cramps differently. Some people experience cramps much later in life, while others have to constantly deal with sharp pains and aches. If you're someone who has to deal with cramps every month, here are some ways to alleviate the pain. Try sleeping in the fetal position. No, seriously, turning on your side and curling up like a baby with your legs pressed together will take the strain off your abdominal muscles and reduce the pain. Even better, it also helps prevent leakage during the middle of the night. Invest in a hot water bottle. Not only are these things a godsend during the cold winter nights, but placing it on your stomach can help the uterine muscles to relax and alleviate the pain. Drinking a hot cup of tea can also achieve the same effect. Speaking of heat, try taking a long, hot bath. Soaking in the warm water will soothe your cramps and adding Epsom salts can help the tension in your muscles melt away. Certain pain medication can also help with cramps, but please remember to always speak to someone you trust, like your parents or your GP, before taking any medicine. If your period cramps are seriously disrupting your life and stopping you from doing the things you love, then please consult a medical professional. Thanks for listening to The Red Tales, the Red by Moddy Body podcast. If you enjoyed tuning into today's episode, related a bit too much to the story, or learned something new, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. If you're curious about how Red by Moddy Body underwear protects you against period leaks and you'd love to give it a try, visit the Red by Moddy Body website at moddybody.com red. You can even join the Red Squad by signing up on our website to receive exclusive VIP offers. Because you've tuned into our podcast today, we're giving you a special offer that's exclusive only to our podcast listeners. Simply use our special code PODCAST and you'll get a 10% discount on any Red product, excluding bundles. Lastly, to keep up with all things Red, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Red by Remember, life is messy, but your period doesn't have to be.